This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, please click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a virtual meeting. Now, listeners, lots of important topics have come up in my client meetings during the pandemic. Legacy planning has been right at the top of the list and is and has been a large concern that needs to be reviewed. Today, we're going to go into many parts of legacy planning and things that you need to consider during the process. But before we do, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you, my friend? I am doing great, Nick. Thanks for having me on the show. I've had a great week, and I'm glad to be here with you. It sounds like an interesting topic, uh, legacy planning, especially, you know, we're in this long COVID nightmare, it seems. Exactly. uh, that, That just won't end. And so I'm glad we're going to talk about some legacy planning. We haven't talked about that in a while and uh, see how it all plays out and why it's so important now more than ever. Uh, I have a few questions for you on that. But but yeah, back to me. I've just been really good. I enjoy this time of year. You know, I mean, it can be, uh, you know, uh, you got to deal with the rain. But when it clears up, it's nice to get outside this time of year uh, before winter and uh, get some things done. I've been really busy, though. In fact, I've been working every day, even on the weekends, uh, just trying to get caught up with some work. How about you? I know you're always busy. Definitely, definitely. Well, you know, when when the rain starts to hit the ground, it, it just feels so nice, you know, and uh, so the air is so much crisper and cleaner and just makes uh, being outside more more enjoyable, you know? Yeah, good point. I, I agree. And my Vikings won last weekend, so I'm happy. Well, congratulations, Tony. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not a Vikings fan, though. I know that. Um, you're Sorry probably, about that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I know. Who do you have to root for there? I guess this, either the Seahawks or a California team, right? Yeah, the Niners. You know, the Niners. Yeah. Gonna reach up this this part of the the Rogue Valley for sure. I sure wish they'd beat the Packers last week. Uh, I know that was tough. It's always tough facing Aaron Rodgers, isn't it? Yeah, but they almost they had it. I mean. Yep. Uh, they just got lucky with that field goal at the end, or they would have won that one. Well, hey, um, let's get back to legacy planning. I know you know you don't want to leave your family in a bad spot, and you want to make sure you have a legacy plan in place. And you know, obviously, uh, with the vaccine, we thought this thing would go away, but uh, you know, it's still a challenge out there, and we have to take care of our own health, and so we're protecting ourselves as well as our family, friends, and coworkers. 
Well, yeah. And, you know, Tony, I think balancing optimism and realism is a, is a good philosophy in, in most things, including our personal finances. Right. And and although we've been through a very difficult time with with this pandemic and like you said, it just kind of continues to roll on. You know, the idea of um, balancing that optimism and reality is a great segue into our topic today, which is building a, a legacy plan during the pandemic. And so um, I think we're going to have some great things to talk about today and um, hope our listeners will find uh, what we have uh, insightful. Yeah, for sure. So uh, where do you want to begin with this topic? I mean, obviously, uh, I think uh, people try to uh, balance that optimism and realism and uh you know, uh, get into it that way. And legacy planning, it's one of those things that a lot of people know they need, but they put it off, right? Uh, because they just say, I'll worry about that tomorrow. But then what if tomorrow never comes, right? Well, exactly. And that's, that's a great point because, you know, dying without a legacy plan means that the people that you love will not only be scrambling to manage your affairs, but they all also may be left without the financial means to continue enjoying the quality of life that you've worked so hard for them, uh, uh, you know, to provide for them. And so yeah. that's the biggest first point right there for sure. Well, there you go. You don't want to you don't want to pass without a legacy plan. I mean, we've all heard the horror stories about the stars who have passed without legacy plans uh, like Prince died with uh, nothing in place. So, uh, you know, and that left a real mess. And I think uh, part of the reason we get up and go to work every day is to take care of the people who mean the most to us. And if you have a robust and comprehensive legacy plan, that means you're going to take care of them even after you're gone. So what's the first suggestion you have for us in order to do that? Yeah, Tony, thanks. You know, the first tip is taking care of both your durable and healthcare powers of attorney. And if you haven't heard um, that first term before, a durable power of attorney empower someone to make financial decisions on your behalf should you become incapacitated or otherwise unable to make those decisions on your own. Now, there are two types of durable powers of attorney, a general durable power of attorney, which is permanent and in place all the time, and then a springing power of attorney, um, which turns on only if you become disabled. Right. I thought by durable it meant I wouldn't be able to bend it, but uh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bad, bad dad bun there. So what types of decisions uh, does the person you designate uh, make with a durable power of attorney? What can they do? Great question there again, Tony. And, you know, a durable power of attorney allows your designee to make numerous financial decisions on your behalf. For example, um, they can reach out to your insurance companies, they can file your taxes, and even pay your bills. Now, additionally, a healthcare power of attorney means that your designee, as the name implies, will make your healthcare decisions when you can't. And so that means that that person may hire and fire your doctors, um, sign releases, and determine your best course of treatment. Okay, that's a good rundown. I think it's clear that we all need to make absolutely certain that both that durable and healthcare powers of attorney then are all squared away and our designee knows where to find those documents, right? That's probably key. For sure. And, you know, if, if your parents are living, I'd also encourage you to check with them to make sure that their powers of attorney are in place um, and updated appropriately. Um, yeah. Also, if you have adult children, you may want to have the same conversation with them because medical providers can't release any medical information, even to parents, unless that's in place. 
Well, uh, let's let's take a moment here. It's been a good show so far, but we should take a quick break. Do you have anything else you want to add before we do? Well, yeah, Tony, I just encourage our listeners to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call our office at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help them with legacy planning or any other topic that um, that comes up on our shows. Um, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement and, and planning for, for that stage in your life um, that you've worked so hard for. So please take us up on that offer. All right. Thanks so much. And we're going to be right back with more insights into your legacy planning and financial options uh, during this time of uh, somewhat economic upheaval and uh, still in the COVID pandemic here on Jones Financial Talk when we return. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face, personalized attention. But technology has changed the world dramatically. These days, access to 24-7 online service has become equally, if not more important. That is why we offer an online platform that makes managing your finances easier while putting powerful tools at your fingertips. Generational Vault allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts, upload important documents, and view your financial information. All data is secured with an SSL certificate that uses a 2048-bit public encryption key, one of the strongest available to ensure your financial life is kept protected. Whether you are in retirement or preparing for it, Generational Vault can be your new financial home. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit jonesfinancialtalk.com. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567, or you can always visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, be sure to click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to listen to other programs that we have. You can also subscribe to our programs on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, the radio page will also provide you with some previous shows with great topics that may interest you. Now, during our show today, we've been highlighting the importance of building or updating your legacy plan during the current pandemic. Uh, Before we went on break, we were discussing durable powers of attorney, and we have plenty of other great info to to get to during this segment. So let's get to that. Yeah, uh, you mentioned durable powers of attorney, uh, medical power of attorney, and I think putting together a legacy plan when you're healthy and happy and getting all that done is going to just take one more stressful financial decision off your plate so you can focus on more pleasant things. And, you know, should there be a loss of a spouse or something happen to you, uh, that's not the time when you want people to have to worry about all these things. Uh, they're going to be dealing with enough emotion as it is. Sure. You want to have all that set up and in place. So what's the next thing you have for us? Yeah. So Tony, you know, the next piece of advice is that legacy planning um, or in legacy planning, I should say, is solidifying your health insurance. And so start by putting together a complete list of all your health insurance policies and make sure that somebody you know and trusts knows where that is. That's very, very important. And yeah. along those same lines, If one or both of your parents are alive, make sure that you have a copy of their policies should you need to, you know, quickly make some decisions on their behalf or answer any questions. 
And if you have adult children, you may also want to have copies of their policies in the event that they aren't able to answer questions on their own, even if it's just temporarily. Yeah. Sometimes uh, my wife uh, says I'm an adult child, but I don't think that's what you meant there. <laughs> that's not uh, exactly what I meant, but hey, that, just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, kind of. Um, all right. Well, and you, you, you're right. You want to make things as easy as possible for the people who might have to make decisions uh, on your behalf. I think that's probably one of the smartest financial and legacy planning decisions you can make. I mean, situations like ones we're talking about, they're, like I said, they're going to be stressful enough without having to dig through drawers or computer files or, you know, grocery bags full of uh, papers to find those critical documents. So true. So true for sure. And, you know, a, another key component of legacy planning um, is your health savings account or what we commonly refer to as uh, HSAs. You need to make sure that your family members know about your HSA and how they can access them. And on your end, you know, make sure that all of that paperwork is in order and completely up to date. So it's simpler for them um, if they need to help access those for you. Well, I think you make a really good point there. And HSAs are becoming more and more popular. And I know we've talked about them on the show and uh, you've talked about how they can be a great way uh, to have tax-free money set aside to cover health care. Uh, and it can even help in retirement. So uh, to have money in an HSA and uh, get that going now is good. But yeah, where's the paperwork? Do your loved ones know about it? Does your spouse or your adult children or your parents, do they know about that? and how to deal with that if something should happen to you. And, and I think uh, probably as we talk about this, I'm thinking about it, Nick, and a lot of our listeners are probably feeling a little overwhelmed by this conversation. I mean, uh, we're talking about a pretty sizable stack of documents, but the reality is if you take care of the elements of your legacy plan early and financial plan, and then focus just on the quick updates as needed, you'll take a lot of pressure off and, and off you, both you and the people who may eventually be charged with making decisions on your ha behalf. And I think it's another reason to work with a financial services professional as well, who you have tools that your clients utilize to keep all this information in one place, don't you? Oh, for sure. We definitely do. And we'll talk about that in a little bit also. Uh, one thing that just came to, to mind, though, uh, to consider for our listeners is keeping track of their safe deposit box oh, yeah. if they have one, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and with this, the most important thing is making sure that you legally list someone you trust with your bank or the company that has your box, um, you know, secured. And so but by doing so, you ensure that they're going to have access to that safe deposit box after your death or if you become incapacitated. And along those same lines, if you keep a safe or a fireproof box with a lock in your home, you're going to want to let someone know that you trust, you know, where it is and, and what the combination is so that they have access to it to, in the event that they need your help to help you. Well, yeah, I don't think uh, the loved ones you leave behind are going to enjoy trying to become safe crackers, you know, <laughs> at that point. So you might want to make sure you write down that combination and give it to somebody uh, who you trust. Um, and you know, well, safes are still pretty common. I know my parents have a small one with their, uh, important papers. A lot of people now keep critical information in password protected files on their computers or in the cloud. Isn't that right? 
Well, yes. And um, in addition to providing that information for your files and documents that are password protected, you're also going to want to draft a secure document listing all of your various accounts and passwords so that your designee has quick uh, and safe access to that. And, you know, one way that I've made, made this very easy for my clients is providing a service to them called the Generational Vault, which is a secure online repository for important documents. And I like to refer to this as a virtual safe deposit box. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I like that virtual safe deposit box. And I know that I, I've heard you talk about that before, and I think it's a fantastic idea. Uh, during our show today, Nick, you've been talking about the importance of either building or updating your current legacy plan so that it's really solidified against the chaos that things like uh, the current inflation and pandemic is causing. I mean, a strong legacy plan can calm your nerves and allow you to move on to more pleasant matters, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, as we're talking about legacy planning, um, the next thing that kind of comes to mind for me is coming up with a strategy for your cash. Um, it is, uh, you know, very important to create a pool of cash beyond just your credit and debit cards. Should there be some problems with liquidity short term um, or if things like power outages or other unlikely quirks happen? And, you know, generally something in the ballpark of maybe five hundred to a thousand dollars safely hidden in your home in a place that you can quickly access is a, is a good idea. Because you just never know when, you know, being able to get your hands on some good old fashioned cash may really come in handy. And so we talk with that, um, you know, about about that with our clients so that they just have some access to those, uh, you know, liquid funds if if that time comes. Sure. And don't worry, Nick, your secret's safe with me. I won't tell our listeners <laughs> about uh, that coffee can you buried under the tree in your backyard with the cash in it. Don't tell them. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. But seriously, it's a good idea. I mean, you want to be prepared for, uh, for whatever uh, uh, situation comes along. I mean, when we think about, you know, if you can remember back how quickly the pandemic spread, uh, you know, and, and then how quickly the economy shut down, shut down, it just makes good sense to budget for short term cash flow needs. That's that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, for sure. And um you know, Tony, the next kind of thought that I had about legacy planning is to at least mention Roth IRAs. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because uh, I want to urge people to to just weigh the value of Roth savings options while the market, you know, um, has its ups and downs. I mean, you can fund a Roth IRA at any point this year. And in addition to funding your own Roth uh, and your own and your spouses, you may also want to consider a Roth for your children um, if they have earned income. And also, uh, also talk about uh, Roth conversions with your parents if they're in a lower tax bracket today uh, versus where they were when they were working. Now, admittedly, you know, Roth IRAs can be a little tricky, at least on the outset. So let me just take this opportunity to urge you all to work with a financial services professional. Um, they should be able to sit down with you and go over, you know, why having that kind of an account, a Roth IRA, um, is going to help you um, with your your planning and and help you sit down and weigh all the pros and cons before making any financial decisions um, on, on using those. But they are definitely a great tool and a huge thing when it comes to uh, legacy planning for sure with our clients. Well, yeah, I would imagine, and a Roth uh, can be a great tool and a great way to pass along money as well, and it grows tax free and it comes out tax free if it's in a Roth. 
So That's you right. don't have to worry about taxes down the road or leaving a tax burden for either yourself in retirement or your loved ones. And, you know, personal finances, dealing with legacy planning, it can be intimidating and confusing. So why go it alone? I'm a big proponent of working with somebody who will give you not only advice, but, you know, really like you do here on the show, the unvarnished truth. Uh, and you need to tell you what you need to hear rather than what you want to hear, right? Those are the tough conversations sometimes, but they yeah. have to be it have to be done, right? Yep. So what do you have next for us? Well, um, I would also just want to talk to our listeners about um, advocating and spending some time focusing on their own 401k, whether it's um, you know balancing it or increasing uh, what you're contributing to it. Uh, when the market is you know often sideways, you really need to decide if you want to be more conservative or more aggressive with your money. And so, just always take that option, um, you know, when when things are are kind of going in, in, in weird directions. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That's another great point. And let's not forget that if your employer does offer a 401k match, you have to make sure that you're doing whatever you can to get the full match. You have to put in at least that much to get the full match. Otherwise, as you've told us before, Nick, you're just leaving money on the table at that point. I mean, very, very good point there that I did not mention. You are correct. Uh, yeah, you you want to take advantage of that free money for sure. Um, definitely, um, you know, during any time when, when you're investing for sure. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention also, Tony, was that, you know, an adequate emergency plan should also be a part of your broad legacy plan and financial strategy. Uh, f for example, um, should there be some kind of disruption to our communication network? Make sure you have a backup plan for how you're going to communicate with your family. Um, you know, the federal government's ready.gov program has some great planning advice that we can talk about. And the first step in that ready.gov plan <clears throat> is to build a strategy by discussing several scenarios with your family, including how you're going to receive emergency alerts and warnings. Um, talk to them about your shelter plans, your evacuation routes, and a family communication plan. And, you know, especially uh, an emergency preparedness kit uh, is going to be important and, and how you're going to be able to check in with the CDC when, when, when something bizarre like this maybe happens. And, and so the next step is to also consider your family specific needs, followed by filling out uh, a family emergency plan and practicing your plan with everyone in your house uh, and the other people that you want to be in contact with during an emergency. And so... Once again, I just urge you to visit ready.gov um, to plan and learn more about how to put together uh, an adequate emergency plan if needed. Wow. Wow. Uh, that is very interesting. And, and that's really good advice, obviously. Um, a comprehensive legacy plan, uh, plan is about more than just finances then as well. Uh, what's next? Definitely. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Tony, things things that we also want to consider for our, our legacy plan is um, things like setting up auto deposits and auto bill pay. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, because th those will be a very strong part of your strategy um, if the mail service is affected or in an emergency situation. And so, you know, make sure that your income streams can find their way into your bank account and and, you know, without relying on on the mail. Um, and also along those lines, make sure that your bills are going to get paid automatically so you don't fall behind in the event of, of something happening. Well, yeah, and you don't have to convince me of the wisdom of direct deposits and auto bill paying. I, I would agree with you there, Nick. Not only is it safer, it makes life easier. 
Yes, it does. It sure does. And, you know, Tony, in the small amount of time that we have left, I'd uh, also like to point out, you know, three tips to manage your money and stay sane during uh, weird times or, or times like this that we're in with the pandemic. And um, the, the reason why that is, is because, you know, the pandemic is causing some considerable financial stress for millions of Americans, um, and it has in the last 18 months. And so it's it's critical to make sure that you can relieve that stress as much as possible. And so, you know, to that end, um, you should, um, you know, consider pausing some debt payoff plans if, if you're a little tight, you know, and if you're currently out of work or your hours have been reduced, um, don't hesitate to pay the minimums on things like your credit cards until you're back on your feet. And, you know, at which point then you would obviously want to kick up uh, your debt payoff plan back into gear. Um, it's, it's okay um, to, to have some, you know, to need and to have some, some time to be able to make sure things get settled before, um, you know, before you get back to that, that plan that you have in place. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and that's exactly right. I, I think that it's it's really uh, important, and you got to watch debt and paying the minimum might not be ideal because of interest, but if it's between that or putting food on the table, it's obviously a much easier decision, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you we have to be flexible, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the key to any financial plan and anything really in life. That's a plan that you're going to actually fall through with, and. I also wanted to mention next that you should find comfort in new routines during during these weird times and during the pandemic. I mean, for many, you know, shopping or eating out uh, uh, is a source of comfort in times of stress. And during periods when uh, strict budgeting is important, you know, you need to find ways to, f- you know, to feel fulfilled at home, like exercising and improving your own cooking skills or video chatting with friends and family. And, you know, lastly, I'd say let's turn a negative into a positive and use the pandemic as a way to get better with your money. Um, if, you've, if you've created a pandemic budget that cuts out some of those things that you just don't need, uh, maybe it's making coffee at home rather than going out, or maybe it's ditching cable and enjoying cheaper streaming options. You know, when the economy improves um, and everybody gets back on their feet and life gets back to normal, um, you might want to just keep some of those um, pandemic budget moves that you've made, um, you know, in this post-pandemic world to, to have have a better situation than you had before. Right. Well, there you go. And unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Nick. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, Tony, you know, I know we've covered a lot in this episode, and so I'd just like to let our listeners know that if they'd like more details about anything that we talk about on our show, I just encourage them to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how we might be able to help answer any questions or address any concerns that they have um, related to their retirement planning for sure. All right. Well, thanks, Nick. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.